Hey yo you are listening to Ram Sayana Vishwaku by Amish Tripathi I order you to restore our commission to the very 9/10 of your profits and in return I assure you I'll let you live growled Dasharath In keeping with the rules of engagement Dasharath had sent a messenger in advance to Kuber for a negotiated settlement as a last resort The adversaries had decided to meet in person on neutral ground The chosen site was on a beach midway between Dasharath's military camp and the Karchapa fort Dasharath was accompanied by Ashwapati, Mirgasya and a bodyguard platoon of 20 soldiers. Kuber had arrived along with his army general Ravan and 20 bodyguards. The Saptasindhu warrior could scarcely conceal their contempt as the obese Kuber had waddled laboriously into the tent. A round cherubic face with thinning hair was balanced on the humongous body of the 70-year-old fabulously wealthy trader from Lanka. His smooth complexion and fair skin belied his age. He wore a bright green dhoti and pink angavastram and was bedecked with extravagant jewelry a life of excess which when added to his girth and effeminate manner summed up in the mind of dashrath what kuber was the classic effect vaisha dashrath restrained his thoughts as they struggled to escape through words does this ridiculous peacock actually think he can take me on your highness said kuber nervously I think it might be a little difficult to keep the com- commission fixed at that level. Our costs have gone up and the trading margins are not what they. Don't try your disgusting negotiating tactics with me," barked Dashrath as he banged his hand on the table for effect. "I'm not a trader. I am an emperor. Civilized people understand the difference." It had not escaped Dashrath's notice that Kuber seemed ill at ease. Perhaps the trader had not intended for events to reach this stage. The massive troop movement to Karchapa had evidently unnerved him. Dashrath presumed that a few harsh words would effectively dissuade Kuber from persisting with his foolhardy quest. After which, to be fair, he had decided that he would let Kuber keep an extra 2%. Dashrath understood that sometimes a little magnanimity quelled discontent. Dashrath leaned forward as he lowered his voice to a menacing whisper. "I can be merciful. I can forgive mistakes." But you really need to stop this nonsense and do as I say. With a nervous gulp, Kuber glanced at the impassive Ravan who sat to his right. Even sitting, Ravan's great height and rippling musculature was intimidating. His battle-worn swarthy skin was pockmarked probably by a childhood disease. A thick beard valiantly attempted to cover his ugly marks while a handlebar mustache set off his menacing features. His attire was unremarkable though. consisting of a white dhoti and a cream angavastram his headgear was singular with two threatening 6 inch long horns reaching out from the top on either side kuber helplessly turned back to dashrath as his general remained deathly still but your highness we are facing many problems in our invested capitalists you are trying my patience now kuber growled dashrath as he ignored ravan and focused his attention on the chief trader you are irritating the emperor of the sapt sindhu but my lord look If you do not continue to pay our rightful commissions believe me you will all be dead by this time tomorrow I will first defeat your miserable army then travel all the way to that cursed island of yours and burn your city to the ground But there are problems with our ship and labor costs have I don't care about your problems shouted Dashrath his legendary temper at boiling point now You will after tomorrow said Ravan softly Dashrath swung sharply towards Ravan Right that Kuber's deputy had had the audacity to interrupt the conversation. How dare you speak out of? 
हाउ डेयर यू दशरथ आस रावण एंड ऑक्टेव हायर दिस टाइम दशरथ अश्वपति एंड मृगसिया सैट इन स्टंट साइलेंस शॉक दैट द मियो हेड ऑफ अ प्रोटेक्शन फोर्स हैड हैड द टेमेरिटी टू एड्रेस द एम्पर ऑफ द सप्त सिंधु बाय हिज नेम हाउ डेयर यू इमेजिन दैट यू कैन इवन कम क्लोज टू डिफिटिंग एन आर्मी दैट आई लेड आस रावण विद एन एरी सेंस ऑफ काम दशरथ स्टूड अप एंग्रीली एंड हिज चेयर वेंट फ्लाइंग बैक विद अ लाउड क्लटर He thrust his fingers in Ravan's direction. I'll be looking for you on the battlefield tomorrow. You upstart. Slowly and menacingly, Ravan rose from his chair. All the while, his closed right fist covering a pendant that hung from a gold chain around his neck. As Ravan's fist unclenched, Dashrath was horrified by what he saw. The pendant was actually the bones of two human fingers, the phalanges of which were carefully fastened with gold links. Clenching this macabre souvenir again, Ravan appeared to derive enormous power from it. Dashrath stared in disbelief. He had heard of demons that drank blood and wine from the skull of their enemies and even kept their body parts as trophies. But here was a warrior who wore the relics of his enemy. Who is this monster? I assure you, I'll be waiting," said Ravan, with a hint of wry humor lacing his voice as he watched Dashrath gape at him with a horror. "I look forward to drinking your blood." Ravan turned around and strode out of the tent. Kuber hurriedly wobbled out behind him, followed by the Lankan bodyguards. Dashrath's anger bubbled over. Tomorrow we annihilate this cum, but no one will touch that man. He growled, pointing towards the retreating figure of Ravan. He will be killed by me, only me.